Hello, and welcome to Rainy Tuesdays, podcast by friends for friends. Um, here with Margo and Ryan, as per usual. Hi. Hello. How are you guys doing? Pretty okay. <laughs> doing all right. Long day. Like, yeah, yeah, long day. <laughs> Very frantic, for me at least. <laughs> yeah. We were, like, trying to figure out when to record this episode, and everyone, like, all of our schedules were just like, um... Oh, we could do this. Uh, no, we can't. Um, yeah. We could do this one. Uh, no, we can't. <laughs> <laughs> so that's fun. But we got it. We nailed it. It's been a, a reoccurring theme for us for the past few weeks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just, things just aren't working schedule wise. But yeah. But uh, we had to get this one because um, when this comes out, yesterday would have been our two year anniversary, which is pretty exciting. Um, oh. So go yeah. else. Yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday, Rainy Tuesdays. Um, it exists. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, what have you guys been up to? <laughs> um, kind of craziness with school and work, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know how much I can talk about with work. Sure. I work, I work for the <laughs> Iowa Supreme Court, so I don't know what's confidential and what's not. But I don't know. School's been kind of wild. Uh, we're fully back in person now, so um, well, nice to be back in person. It's harder schedule-wise to like transition to making sure I can get to places on time, whereas it's so easy when you're online. That's true. <laughs> things like that, but it's, I learn way better in person. It's I'm so bad at paying attention online, so it's hard. Yeah, definitely that's, that's better. Yeah, there. Um, and I can only imagine, like, for law classes, that, like, it's it's a lot better in person, just discussion-wise, and, like, actually knowing what people are saying. Yeah, I, well, I do think you can do discussion fairly well on, um, like, Zoom, because it forces only one person to be talking at a time. Oh, yeah. that's um, true. Which can be difficult when a lot of people are talking. Yeah. But just for lectures, it's, it's way harder. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That makes sense. It's when, like, I, uh, I'm i taking this class, Business Associations, and business is dreadful, but it's on the bar, so I have to do it, or I've decided I should do it, <laughs> but um, the professor just likes to go on tangents all the time, so when you're online, you're like, oh, a tangent, I don't need to pay attention, my Mutes. phone is inches from my face, awesome. Right. <laughs> and, you and then you miss, on. when, yeah. when you get back on topic, I miss it, so mm-hmm. when I'm in person, I'll just sit there and suffer through his... Suffer. Sometimes they're interesting, but the tangents that don't matter as much. Right. Yeah. I had a lot of classes yesterday. Yeah, this mm-hmm. yesterday was my busiest day. I've got like four classes, and there are like the shortest one is an hour and a half. So, oh, geez. Yeah. So they're all pretty long. But like <laughs> yesterday just was not a day for Ryan to learn. Uh-huh. He was very tired. Um, and like the first class, I, there was like an assignment. I really enjoyed that class, like being in person. It's like all coding based. And I learned a lot better than like in person rather than trying to do it virtually. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I got the assignment done the first 15 minutes and then I was like, well, I don't really know what to do. And then I had a management leadership class that like the teacher was right behind me the whole time writing. So like I couldn't really see without like completely turning around in my chair, which mm-hmm. wasn't really an option. And so I was like, well, I can't really pay attention. So I'm just going to work on other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, then my third class got canceled, which was amazing. <laughs> and then my last class, which was three hours at the end of the day, is always a slog. Because the teacher has like 15 slides and it takes him two and a half hours to go through them. And the slides really don't have that much content on them. Yeah. It's like, this could be a Zoom. Yeah. Probably quicker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is nice for classes like that to have a Zoom, like you can just zone out and work on other yeah. stuff. Yeah. But you're still right. like sort of there, so. Yeah, it's like yeah. a Learning via osmosis. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just soak it in for sure. Right. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah, a podcast, like listen while you do something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, I can't do anything like substantively if I'm listening to people talk, it's too distracting. So I, but I could do like chores or cleaning or stuff. Yeah. The only thing I can't do is read because for some reason I can write while listening oh. to other people talk, but I cannot I, read. I cannot write at all. Yeah. 
for like music, I can put on any music while I'm trying to read, but like not talking. I can do neither. Can't read or write. <laughs> if there's words, that's what I'm listening to. Right. <laughs> oh my god, have you ever done that thing? Like, it's probably more relatable, like, if you're trying to text someone while you're also talking to someone, where what you're saying becomes, like, what you're texting, even mm -hmm. though it has nothing to do with what you were texting. Yeah, all the time. Like, I'm always like, ugh, if only I could multitask. <laughs> okay. Well, um, we, we watched some stuff. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, we're we're here to bring you a very topical analysis and discussion of the movie Encanto, which, you know, came out so frequently. It's <laughs> frequently, just... so recently. recently. <laughs> That's the word I was looking for. Yeah. But it keeps coming um, up frequently. It does. It's true. Yeah. I see it on TikTok all the time. Um, fun stuff with the merchandise of like Disney having to print more of the like strong sister because they they were like oh little girls won't want like a big beefy like woman figurine um, but they did <laughs> they proved Disney wrong um, so they had to make a lot more merch that seems interesting so I saw as... that but that's also like sort of not true oh no, it's not yeah so they ran out and people are like oh wow look they didn't anticipate that and it's like no they've been running out because they can't keep their shelves full because supply oh. lines have been bad <laughs> yeah um i went down to disney and it's like the merchandise shops are awful like Ooh. they had like for the 50th anniversary like one of the items like it's the 50th anniversary of disney world and so they've got like tons of items and stuff um but one of them is like a soap dispenser and like I guess they made like tons of them and so like you just go into stores and it's like that's the only thing they're selling at like three of the stores it's just wall-to-wall the -wall, these soap dispensers because it's, that's all they really had <laughs> wow they closed down some of the gift shops too because it's like they just don't have anything to put on the shelves that's tough yeah Jeez, was Disney still like crowded or was it like like not at all because I it, can't tell it really depended like um if you went in the mornings there's like no one which was really nice so like uh -huh. we went to the magic kingdom and that one was really nice like we got on like all the rides by noon yeah and we got there at like eight so uh -huh. that was really nice pretty good yeah fair enough yeah. i don't know mm -hmm. i feel like i've seen like maybe two or three people uh other than you go like on their instagram and stuff um but I also don't necessarily have a lot of people on my Instagram who, like, go to Disney all the time. So I don't know if my, like, sample size is particularly accurate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Definitely a lot more people are going now, though. Okay, fair. Yeah. Compared to at least, like, six months ago, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. but I, back to Encanto. I do think it's interesting yeah. of, like, I think Disney probably didn't think that movie would do as well as it did. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I do think it's one of the bigger ones that they've had for a while. Mm -hmm. Um which I don't think is very surprising. Like I think, you know, it has all the good beats that you want. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm trying to think of like what movie they released last. I think it's rough with like pandemic. Exactly. Really so things on so many things online that you just kind of forget that they came out. Like yeah. I know there was the Soul movie. Yeah. That, and that was really good. I didn't but see that. There were others but you just kind of forget about them when they're not like i like raya thing. a lot um, oh yeah i really liked raya that one i think was one. really good yeah it, i i personally like it better than encanto but like encanto is music though it's I hard know. to compare the two like i i agree i like raya better yeah raya's like more of the type of movie i like to watch right but the, but they're not like the music. same genre yeah. of yeah. movie yeah the fight uh, scenes in Raya are very good, though. Oh my god, they're I beautiful. I live for extremely well-done animated fight scenes. Yeah. Um, we'll put a pin in that for later. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> Did you guys watch Luca? No. no. I saw the Fishboy one. Yeah. I, yes. I did not watch it either. I was just wondering. Does anyone here know anything other than that he's a little fishboy? Yeah, I that's, heard, all, that's I all I know about it. I heard they're gay. 
Oh, gay little fish boy. But uh, like, or, well, I think it's like Disney would never admit oh, to that. Okay. I'd like but fans think... see that as being the subtext. I think. Yeah, okay. because they're like fish people, but they can go on land. When they're on land, they're humans. But if they get water on them, they're fish people. And the people so just... don't like the fish people. It's, it's like their hidden one. identities. So it's like okay, like a hidden identity thing, even though they're just people. Okay, so they're like secret fish boys. Yeah. <laughs> Perhaps saying a little bit of stuff like that. I don't know. Okay. There. Um, yeah. I don't know. Um, Brian, what was your favorite song? Um, um, I don't know. I've been listening to the soundtrack a little bit. Okay, fair. Um... I think the Bruno song is good. Mm-hmm. I think the Surface Pressure song is good. Sure. Um, I like the the song Elsa sings, or whatever <laughs> Flower Elsa is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that was my main problem with the movie. Uh, that uh, Mirabelle and uh, Flower Elsa is literally just frozen. Yeah. That's true. Um, that... She has a little song, her little Let It Go song. It's a very good yeah. song. I like it. Some I think it's more, probably yeah. my favorite song. Okay. And it's like, you know, the sisters have to reconnect, and that's where the true love is. Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Some more themes. Um, I think Margo and I were both in agreement that Surface Pressure was our favorite. Yeah. I do think that one goes the absolute hardest. Um, which was a surprise to me, given TikTok's obsession with Bruno. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, which like okay, fair. It's a good song. Yeah, it's fine. I like Sir Pressure more. And yeah. yeah, the I don't remember Flower Girl's name. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Isabella. Okay. Oh yes, I was like, it's like a. Flower. I was thinking of the first song. Yeah. Okay. There Uh, it's. Just the same notes as Eliza from Hamilton. <laughs> oh man, um, yeah. So we, um, yeah. I don't know. The service pressure one is a very fun one to me, um, and I do like that. A lot of people are now trying to like learn the whole dance from it, which I think is hilarious, given the fact that it is such a transition-heavy moment in the movie. Like it's very like cool animation yeah it's like it's yeah it's like it's interesting for musicals because usually they're kind of like like real life almost because yeah based on stage stuff so there's some element of like they're actually doing these things but then surface pressure is straight just it's kind of like a little music video yeah just all these cutaway scenes yeah it's representative of what's going on in her head but it's it's not like what's actually happening as opposed to like Bruno where Mirabelle's just going through the house and talking to people and that's the song. For sure. And so like, it's interesting cause people are trying to like copy the dance moves. And so they'll have that like playing on the TV and them dancing next to it. And it's cool to see like how the dance looks like outside of the TV, but then like the TV one, it's like, yeah, this could like never compare on a stage level to like, like the movie. Like I like how, the transition happens like in and out of her head because um, yeah. it's very cool yeah um yeah what do you think of like the family dynamics um because this is where my little beef with the movie came in um i was gonna say it's good except for the part that they copy from frozen okay <laughs> yeah that part just really bothered me because i was like can you really not think of anything else like Sure. It is literally that exact same thing. <laughs> I don't know. It is similar. I, I think it, because I know the, the like overarching deal is family trauma and yeah, um, generational trauma, how it impacts the grandchildren, and then the various like issues that certain kids will have. So like um, putting all the burdens on one child with the service pressure song and holding one child out to be really perfect with uh, Isabella. Whereas mm-hmm. like, and then with uh, Mirabelle kind of seen as like the useless one almost. Like yeah. you don't have some ability and your sisters are better than you. So we're going to focus on them and you're just kind of also here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very in the way kind of vibes. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like it didn't have, like, a resolution that I would have liked. Um, I've thought about it a lot more, and it's, like, I think that it, and understand, I mean, like, loosely, is a very realistic resolution to their issues. Um, but I don't want that. I want, like, a happy movie one where I feel more resolved and I feel, like, happier with the things. Um, yeah, there is so... some sense where you're like, and now they got to work through this. They've realized what's wrong and, you know, they're going to move forward. But you don't get that everything's all good now. So it's more right. realistic than you might expect from a Disney movie. They're just kind of like, magically, everything's good. But it's also, like, there's still some, like, things, like, um, Bruno goes to, like, the the grandmother and he's like, hey, like, I'm better than, like, like, how you've treated me. Like, I'm mad. But she immediately is like, let's go home. And it's not like, you're right. I'm so sorry. I messed up. It's just a, like, let's ignore that kind of thing. And it's like, you kind of want that moment of, like, uh, I made that mistake like yeah. I'm so sorry because like he's spent all this time living in walls like you know and just mm-hmm. kind of going a bit crazy like with guilt um, and so I yeah like you want him to have like a little bit more payoff you want Mirabelle to have like a little bit more payoff um, and I don't think that they really have that and again I think that that's very realistic I think that that's the kind of thing where it would be it is a happy ending realistically that you could get um in actual families um but it's not like a satisfying movie one um where everyone is like happy and you have like all this closure and stuff there's there's definitely a like this is where we're going from here yeah this Mm -hmm. like this is not the end of the story this is just the end of maybe the conflict of the story i guess yeah yeah that was my thought too i was like oh they're just signing up for a sequel it did feel oh. that way, yeah. And it's like, I, I don't know if there would be one, but it's I like... Can't, I can't imagine what they would be. Oh, okay. That's the thing. You could make it whatever. Yeah. I guess. I I really felt that the, it was done as in, like, we are dealt with this problem, this internal problem that was facing us, and now we can move from that. But because moving from that is, like, therapy, it's not really interesting. So... The movie has resolved its conflict and we have like healing to do past this, but that's not something you want to see anyways. So we'll just make the house be all magic. And then that's, that's kind of it. Again, Frozen. Frozen made a sequel. The first movie was fine. Story resolved, happy ending, but they made a sequel. I, I loved the sequel though. I like so. the sequel as well. So <laughs> a big I like fan. the sequel better than I do with the original. So. I think that's fair. I think I agree. Um, mm. but you could do something similar. Completely different sure. antagonists. All the siblings have to work together and use their powers. Maybe Mirabelle gets some powers. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Yeah, I don't know. I think there's an interesting thing about that with Mirabelle and Margaret and I were talking about this. And I think when you first see the movie, or like the intro, you assume that because Mirabelle does not have powers, the kind of message is that she's special anyways. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's not what ends up happening. No. Really, because they don't really acknowledge that. But I think no. in actuality, what the message is, is that it's not that she's not special. It's, it's that idea that she's like useless and like a waste of space. But then the family learns at the end that like, no, she has a use in a place too it's not necessarily that she's not special it's this other like you're still appreciated and loved for what you can do not for what you can't i do wonder if that was like a disconnect in writing just because like her her like i want to be seen as more song does really come across as like like i want to show them that i'm like just as special as like powers and stuff like that which like you mm-hmm. assume and like it does feel like not that she's necessarily going to get powers but maybe it's going to be that like they're going to recognize her for like a wonderful storyteller um like how she like gets everyone in the town going together or like a wonderful like asset in general or whatever yeah but that she's also going to like and i think 
more largely see that in herself. Mm -hmm. Um, And I I feel like it becomes much more like how her family views her rather than how she views herself, which it's like, I thought that the resolution would be that she would have a shift in how she views herself, but it is really filtered through the family's view. And Um, I, I really do think part of that is that we expect that story from that premise that we see it all the time of like, Sure. The, the gang and one of them doesn't have powers and the others do. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, Buffy the Vampire Slayer was Xander. Like, yeah. Xander's just the regular dude and you always have like a regular person. Mm-hmm. But because the story doesn't take that, I think the the her song is more about being seen and less about like, oh, I need to be special. It's just, I want my family to acknowledge me for who I am. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. It was just like, it, I thought it was really good. It didn't hit the like happy closure things that I wanted and that's like totally okay. But it was just like, you know, a bummer. <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed it. Like I yeah. said, yeah. Well, I feel like it copies a little too much from Frozen. That is very much Disney. They find something that works and they just copy and paste. Which like hot take, Frozen didn't work. I know it worked because I know that it was like a hugely popular movie, but I think Tangled was so much better. Uh, I think we can all agree that Tangled was so much better. Uh, No, Um, I like (laughs) I like Frozen more. Wow, I think hot take. I actually think it's a hot hot take take. that people are always like, "Oh, Tangled was better." But I think that's the more popular take, though, and I stand with them. Well, I think that's what I'm saying. Like, oh, okay. People say it's a hot take, but that's just the take. Like people say that all the time. Sure, sure, sure. But Frozen is great, in my opinion. I'm I sure Tangled is great, too. I just don't remember it at all. Oh, uh, I just really? watched it, like, last weekend. Um, but... <laughs> I saw it. It just, I was like, oh, all right. Fair enough. It's but a very fun one. I saw Frozen and loved it and put all the music on my playlist. And, wow. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Tangled just didn't run anything with me. I don't know if it was, like, the circumstances in which I saw it or whatever. Mm-hmm. I should rewatch it at some point. Yeah, I'm sure awesome. it's a great movie. Yeah. yeah. Adam, you're replaying The Witcher, and every time I get to Tucson, I just think of Tangled. The world reminds me so much of it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Maybe I'll, I don't know. Horizon's coming out soon, so I might not be able to finish The Witcher, but it's just so long. Like, every, like yeah. I was just thinking about like where I am in relation to the story. I'm just pretty much in the intro, and I've put <laughs> many, many, many hours in it. <laughs> Um, when I was playing it for the second time, I was like, maybe I'm not going to do the DLC. Like, I already did it once. And then I got there, and I was like, well, I can't stop now. Yeah. So. <laughs> You're like, it's such a good game. I can't I can't just ignore the best part. Like, I think the Blood and Wine, the Tucson, is, is some of the best parts mm-hmm. of the game. You can't just ignore that. It is. Well, speaking of video games, um, League of Legends <laughs> is a game that none of us really play, except Ryan has played it sometimes. Um, Nor should you. You shouldn't play it, no. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if you're gonna watch the Netflix animated League of Legends show featuring Imagine Dragons Arcane. Starring Imagine Dragons. Starring, yes. <laughs> uh, let's get one thing straight. <laughs> Imagine Dragons has a cameo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Arcane, my favorite show of all time. Yeah, apparently. Potentially. Um, <laughs> it, it really, we'll see how season two goes. Yeah, it really helps to have not played the games. Yeah, because I truly if, haven't. If you play the games, you know what characters are going to be in the show, and it's like, oh, well, they can't die because they're in the games. Um, I think... I think there's a big thing when Arcane first came out was first getting popular that people were like, oh, I don't know anything about League of Legends. I don't want to watch a League of Legends show. Yeah. And in fact, if you don't know anything about League of Legends, you should watch the show. Because more it reason. You should watch it more than people that play League. Yes. Because it's it's just based on the lore behind League. It has nothing to do with the game in any mm-hmm. way. And Which, like, it's just a lot a of games show. have really, really good lore. So I just, mm-hmm. I do think that, like, like i say a lot not all um, but like <laughs> i do think that uh like a lot of games should have stuff like this whether it be like a book or or movie or tv show or whatever just because like so many people put so much like creative thought into building worlds for these places that i think that it makes great media in general mm-hmm. um, so for like 
as I was saying, if you've never played League, this is the show for you. If you have played League, you probably won't like the show <laughs> because they change the lore in, like, big ways and stuff. Like, I don't think Vi and Jinx are even sisters. They are. In, are they? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of stuff they do change, though, as far as, like, adding in relationships and bringing in characters that, like, may not have been close, but... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So... Well, I think what they do is better than what, like, the League... I agree. I, I went on, like, a, a League lore kick after <laughs> watching Arcane because I just needed more. And I they have, um like, little short stories associated with each character, so I was reading through the ones, the characters that are in Arcane, and there's just all these more, like, minute differences, but that do affect, like, the characterization of these um, champions and... It's just interesting to see. Like, Echo is not really the same character yeah. in League as he is in the show. And same with Vi, or not, or Vi is kind of the same, but um, Kate, Caitlyn is very different in the, um, she's like this kind of prissy Brit- British hunter. And she's not like that in the show at all. Oh, yeah. And her it's character kind of design in League is awful. Oh, and her character design kind of is, is trash, but. I like that so like, you say that, though, about that, because that's kind of everyone's, like, perception of her, though, is that she is, like, this prissy girl who, like, is always, like, given what she wants kind of thing, but, like, I mean, that's she's... not who she is personally, so it's interesting that that is, like, who she is. <laughs> I guess it just comes across more in the, like, I don't, I guess I don't know how to explain it exactly, but there's just this, this noticeable difference between how Caitlyn is portrayed in the short stories versus mm-hmm. how she is in the show. Mm-hmm. Because she does have this, like, prissy background of the show. Sure. And she's yeah. not like that in, like, her actual personality. But yeah, there's just this weird disconnect between that character and the game's character, I think. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, well, spoilers ahead, probably. Because I don't know how much more we can say without giving some things away. Uh, um, watch the show. It's beautiful animation. It's probably some of the best you've ever seen. Great music and great fight scenes. Beautiful animation. And then spoilers ahead. Yeah, wonderful soundtrack too. Um, also, like, even if you don't like want to watch the show for whatever reason, um, the soundtrack, I genuinely just listen to the soundtrack. Like, I think it's a really good soundtrack. Imagine Dragons and Sting. Yeah, and some other what? people. <laughs> like Sting. Sting. <laughs> yeah. What is your favorite song from the soundtrack since we did that for Encanto? Oh, sure. Um, Not that they're related, but... I don't remember the name. I'm just remembering the scene sure. and how well it worked um, on the bridge where um, Jinx and and, um, Echo and Echo were fighting. Yeah, which also... Probably the best Beautiful scene. <laughs> yeah. Like... Probably potentially my favorite scene of the show. They have this, like, really cool thing in it where, so, like, these people knew each other's, like, young children, and then they're, like, reconnecting in a violent way um, as, like, older teens slash young adults kind of thing. Don't you hate reconnecting with childhood (laughs) friends in a violent way? (laughs) (laughs) That feeling win. Um, But (laughs) um, it's very cool, though, because they, like, flash between their current selves and then their like little selves whenever they would like practice fight and like play fight um, Mm -hmm. with like paintballs um and so it's it's this really cool scene um just visually speaking um and the way that the music backs it up is stunning yeah yeah I uh, that was one of the scenes I just watched on a repeat over and sure. over after I saw it because it's yeah. the music is um, Echo's character has like a, a stopwatch and mm-hmm. he's swinging it and the music is like in time to the swings yeah it's extremely good very very cool um, favorite characters least favorite characters um, who do you want to smack I was gonna say Adam who's your favorite what's your favorite song My oh favorite sure also song. songs yeah uh, is probably the ending song um by sting, by sting. <laughs> it's um, extremely that. sad over yeah. the scene that it's playing on but it, it's just a really good song and it really captures like the show that you just watched so yeah. that's probably my favorite mm-hmm. sure ryan i like enemy 
because it sure. does not fit with the show at all. It really does. Really? I think, I it, think works it does. In... It does not because Imagine Dragons was working on the song, and then they're like, them, like them and League have had a good partnership. Like back in mm-hmm. 2014, they played for like one of the big tournaments for League, mm-hmm. and they got like pretty popular off of it. And so then they're like, hey, you want to make a song for us? And they're like, well, we have the song we've been working on. They're like, perfect, we'll take it. Really, and so, I. The song, but like they, they'll talk about interviews and they're like, oh yeah, we like, we really felt this like goes with the show. And it's like, you listen to the lyrics, it's like, not really. really They just had a song and they're like, hey, let's say it's associated with the show. Yeah. I felt like the song, because the, like, there's not a main character of Arcane, but like the main main character is probably Jinx. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the song is best seen from her perspective, I guess, because she does kind of view everyone as out to get her. Mm. It's kind of like so distrusting and paranoid all the time. Sure. But that's that's how I saw it, I guess. So I felt like it fit that idea, I suppose, that kind of like inner turmoil that Jinx has. I think it's weird though because it's like I think that it fit most as an intro song in like those first couple of episodes where it was Powder and not Jinx and like they were all kids kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, like, that's where it felt the most, like, or uh, the least jarring to be like, oh, we're in this scene. Well, the enemy, like, <laughs> to, like, have it really smash cut to that. Um, and then, like, go back to whatever scene. So, like, after that point, though, it, it got, like, oh, we're in this really sad fucking universe where everything is horrible yeah. and everyone is depressed. Um, and then, like just this really extremely upbeat song um yeah that it i don't know it did throw me off a bit also they have the, just this full-on music video for imagine dragons in the middle of one of the episodes yeah. where the band sort is literally of. in it <laughs> not <laughs> as bad as like playing. the music video intro to episode seven which is maybe the weirdest part which sure. one is my that? only critique of it's uh uh, when, when they first go into the firelight space, they have like a little music video for them. I don't remember the song. It's a rap song. Yeah. But it, they just have a music video with like repeated animation over and over. Like the Imagine Dragons one, while kind of a music video, is more like cutting to them mm-hmm. as animated characters playing the song. There we go. Yeah. Which is kind yeah. of a music video. But. The other song just genuinely has a music video. I think Pretty Little Liars did that with um, Panic at the Disco. Oh, really? Um, I could be entirely wrong, but it was like a Panic-type band, if not Panic, oh, it was like Fall Out Boy. I watched um, that recap. There was yeah, not Panic, okay. was, but yeah, some that type band. singer, like yeah. guy singer that was like, I'm here as me, and I'm going to play a song. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't remember his name. <laughs> Adam, I wanted to provide a counterpoint to you saying it's about Jinx. If it's about okay. Jinx, why did they play it in the fight with Vi and the metal arm girl? That's true. Uh, Savika? Um, Savika. I don't know, it's a good fight song. <laughs> <laughs> I think it I think it fits Vi as well. If I'm trying to justify it. But My thing is like I, I think guess it, you could it made justify sense. it. Yeah. Like, Cause like all the songs fit some kind of what you're seeing but if you needed to slot that song in somewhere there's not really anywhere else in the story for it to go and i do think at that moment um vibe can't trust anybody the she has caitlin with her but she just met her and doesn't really know what caitlin's about and is is just trying to track down jinx and so everyone's her enemy kind of Mm -hmm. So I, I think it know. fits her in that moment, at least. I think it fits a lot of characters, but I also feel like all the characters, it just feels like a stretch a little bit. I suppose. It's a banger, though. It is a banger. It's a banger. That, and I do like <laughs> whatever song they play when they're, like, in the mine. That fight scene, I think, is my favorite. <gasps> oh, that yeah, was with a great one. Jace and Vi with mm-hmm. their uh, Hextech weapons. I yeah. like the hammer yeah. because it just, yeah. like, transitions. It's a hammer, and then it's, like, a hammer with a shield, and then he uses it and starts shooting things out of the hammer. <laughs> and I was like, that's amazing. All yeah. In- Knowing, like, nothing about the game or, like, what his character can do in the game, it was like, it, this 
is just a, a weapon that does whatever mm-hmm. he wants. Apparently, I'm assuming he has a hammer in the game. <laughs> yeah, he does, but I don't. I didn't know. I don't know if it can shoot, but it does in the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's pretty nifty. But it's a pretty sweet scene. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah that, that's not to remove as well. Um. Uh, favorite characters. and least favorite characters. Though. Yeah. Um, Caitlin is probably my favorite. She's just um, yeah. She's great. Yeah. I would say Vi, but um, Vi or Jinx as being like complex characters, but I think they're too flawed. Caitlin's okay, flawed sure. as well, but I you just relate to her more, I suppose. Mm-hmm. I it's like a flaw that like you can totally get behind though, because it's just a flaw of being sheltered. Yeah. Um, sheltered, but, kind of naive, and yeah. Yeah. I think I'm the least favorite. Fair enough. I'm sure you're going to say Jace, but... I do think Jace is just so, like, wishy-washy. It's not that I don't like him, it's just that it's, like, every episode he's, like, changing his mind on his morals. And I it's think... like, what if you just stuck to one? Because <laughs> <laughs> I think he's just so naive and idealistic that he's so prone to manipulation by whoever happens to be the person manipulating him. Absolutely. So, like, that is all the time he's like, yeah, I, I guess we're going that way. Because he's completely out of his depth at all times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he just defers to whoever is, like, pointing him in the right direction. Or mm-hmm. what he hopes is the right direction. Right. I just see a lot of Jay's slander, and I feel justified <laughs> in defending him because I don't think he's a bad character. Yeah. He's not my least favorite he's, character. He's the easy person to hate because he's, I don't know, that like naive, idealistic, mm-hmm. easily manipulated person. Yeah. What's the but name like, of the little furball guy? Oh, Heimerdinger. Heimerdinger. I love him. I like his name. <laughs> he's so cute. He's so fun. He likes science. <laughs> <laughs> he was. <laughs> Potentially, if I had to choose the least, I might say Heimerdinger. Wow. Just because he kind of drives a lot of the conflict by, um, when was it? from your perspective, needlessly hindering things. Yeah. But uh, apparently it makes sense that he's so, like, and they hinted that when he, like, flashed back to some, like, doomsday scene that he seemed, like, the horrors of what this technology can do and he doesn't want to repeat it but mm-hmm. yeah so he's like this super... you just didn't get to see enough of it i guess to to like make up for like why is he not letting jason victor do like life-saving tech yeah so like just to give a little bit of context in case someone is listening to this who still hasn't seen the show um in which case i'm sure this What's is a horribly confusing conversation <laughs> um but to give a little bit of context he's like 400 years old whereas everyone yeah. else is like a normal person's age um, yeah he's and so he's like he's like a mortal or something and, and stuff. everyone else is yeah. just a human yeah um, a I, don't know. I don't know if that won't do his deal <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so it's um he's like trying to stop some technology from being made that could like like scientifically induce magic or like have magical powers or whatever um and he's like no we don't want magic because magic killed a bunch of people and i saw it um, and everyone's like, shut up, you're old. Um, but... <laughs> that happened forever ago. Yeah. <laughs> I just think if we had, I'm sure they'll get into that for sure more because I think, uh, and you like find his character kind of loses everything, but then he connects with Echo at the end. Super cute. So I think there's, there's like a, oh, we can do good things here, and maybe I yeah. was wrong, but I'm not like completely wrong because all the stuff with Victor. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's interesting the future. But there just wasn't enough of it Fair. to take a, to take away from the downsides, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who is your least favorite then? Um, I think it's tough, right? It's um, hard. I don't. It's, just really it's hard to say tough. any least favorite. Yeah, well, because it's all like compelling. Exactly. Some of them I don't like, but it's not. Like it's, I think they're really good characters, though. Yeah. Like not morally good, but just well written. Um. Yeah, I think though, just for the sheer amount of discomfort he brought me, um, that um, Jinx's new father, who I'm blanking on. Thank you. Oh, I like. Uh, 
<laughs> I mean, it's so uncomfy. Um, and yeah, um, which I like guess... he is like a large villain in the show, so it's like totally fair it's that he may be uncomfy, but. <laughs> Like that was his right, but I still didn't like it. Um, yeah. Yeah, some of his like affectionate moments with Jinx were a little uncomfy for me. Very icky. I know he doesn't. He's not trying to have sex with her. Yeah, so. he doesn't view her like that, but he definitely treats her like that in certain ways, and it's weird. Like just yeah, a little, yeah. I suppose. Um. Yeah. I don't know. How about you, man? Um, I think my favorite is a tie between Jinx and Silco. Okay, interesting. Fair enough. And my least favorite is the original Father Guy. Oh wow! Commander. Yeah, did not like him. Really? I was so mm. bored every time he was on screen. He I do boring, not like the first sweet. two episodes. You kind of knew he was gonna die, but he was yeah. sweet. <laughs> I was like, I don't care. Just kill him. Like, get sure. get this moving. Oh, actually, I take it all back. You know who my least favorite character is? It's that guy who was mean, who died, and who was a ghost. Um, was a ghost. Mean and um, died and was a ghost. The guy who was mean and like called her Jinx a bunch. Uh, Milo. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, yeah, he was mean. He was just a jerk for no reason. And it's like there were certain yeah. moments where you're like, he's just a poor little kid, and like you just kind of want to give him a hug. But then also it was like, but also you're kind of a dick. Like all the time to everyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and here you've got like three other kids who are in like your exact same situation who seemingly aren't a dick to everyone. <laughs> so I kind of blame you. <laughs> yeah. Adam, did you ever play Overwatch? Um, can't, not really. Like oh, a little. Okay. I that played like the beta exactly, and like yeah. some of the free when I, I don't own the game though, so I only played it like for a few days. Milo looks exactly like Junkrat, and I could never get over that. <laughs> is yeah, Jinx, so like, a name of a character in something else? I don't think so. Or is it strictly a league thing? So, they're probably, but maybe not in something as big as League. Yeah. Okay. I was just getting... Because I thought the same of, like, I definitely know a character named Jinx, but I don't know from where. Who's, like, with robots, like, building little things. Um, oh. That was my vibe, and I thought it was no, a Borderlands no. thing, um, but then I doubted myself and stopped caring. Um, so... It sounds like a Borderlands thing. You could be I... right. I have no idea. I don't know. When um... I first watched the show on Netflix, it was Jinx as like the the icon, and I thought her name was Arcane. <laughs> so like two episodes in, I was like, "When does Arcane come in?" <laughs> I will say. Um... I don't think Jinx is my favorite character, but boy, did she make me want to grow my hair out so that I could just have two long braids the entire show. I was like, man, that's gorgeous. What a look. <laughs> like, I know she's insane, but you know, I want her hair. <laughs> yeah. So that's been fun. Um, favorite characters? I guess you said Kate. Um, well, just you, I think. Brian said Silco and Jinx. Oh, I guess so. What are your least favorite characters then, right? I said the other guys. I I'm out of it. Um <laughs> <laughs> Favorite characters. Um I love Echo. I think he's just a little sweetheart. Um and I just want everybody to give him a hug. Um and I do think Jinx is really interesting. Um but I struggle to call her my favorite because I also think that she's like pretty bad um, yeah pretty shitty not her fault so not her fault but also oh boy yeah definitely not her fault but hard <laughs> to be like she's my favorite character we're just like, yeah, yeah but she does like war crimes <laughs> he like kills everyone i think the war crimes make her cooler <laughs> fair 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 yeah they, are, they do do that i do think she is one of the most interesting characters that like we've seen recently in media. Mm -hmm. um and i will say that like the vibes are harley quinn right oh 100 like, yeah but it's like done so much better yeah, like <laughs> way, done way better yeah in my opinion at least at these least characters are like based on just stuff 
because people that make League are not the most creative people in the world. Sure. So <laughs> that's very much what it was inspired by. Yeah. yeah. I mean, all those games like League and others, they take like archetypes and they're mm-hmm. like, that's our character. And then they'll just yeah. do all the archetypes. So they're all based on Warcraft is. 3 characters. Okay. So like the MOBA genre, which is like the, like you have to like, you have a five versus five team to destroy like two objects. Mm-hmm. Um, it started in Warcraft 3, and so it was, like, all the characters were based on Warcraft characters, and they gave them certain abilities. So, mm-hmm. like, Dota and League have, like, tons of characters. I mean, like, even Smite, too, to so some extent, where it's, like, they all have, like, the exact same abilities, even mm-hmm. similar-looking appearances, just because they're, like, based on Warcraft 3. Yeah. Right. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I think that, like, some of the comic books go in depth on harley quinn to the same amount that like yeah things had in this show but none of the like movies or shows do um and so it was really really cool to see like how that all happened because truly it is like an interesting thing to see someone like be broken psychologically like to the point where they're like struggling with stockholm syndrome um and like a lot of other things yeah um and so it was it was a very interesting character um but yeah i think as far as like favorites is and i think they're good and i want to hug them it's echo <laughs> yeah also i love the the hoverboards ah, well so it's not my yeah. favorite fight scene the this scene in episode four when the firelights all swoop in on the hoverboards to take the like ship with the, the sure. drugs or whatever on it it's just fun it is a fun one it's how many times have you watched the show so i have watched it <laughs> to completion twice and then i'm uh midway through my third rewatch and i honestly might now finish it after this conversation because i'm getting very excited about it again <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah because I, I watched it on my own and then i was like uh, told my girlfriend that you have to watch this. We're watching this now, so we're right. gonna watch it with her. Uh huh. Super fair. So it was um. like as the show was going, I'd watch because they released in like three acts, three episodes at a time. Wow. So I'd watch the three episodes that came out, and then rewatch them like later that day. Sometimes with my girlfriend. Cute. Fair enough. I didn't know they did that because uh, I just watched it recently. I will say. To anyone who's thinking about watching this show is real sad um if you want something that'll lift your mood up this isn't it um you'll probably cry at the end you'll probably cry a lot um (laughs) especially if you cry at anything like me (laughs) actually there's multiple probably cry at the end of the third episode and Actually, there's multiple moments. <laughs> there's so many times in which you will cry if you're easily swayed towards tears. Um, yeah, but you know, it was a fun one. It was a it was a fun show, but not a happy show. It was very sad. Um, but the animation is absolutely gorgeous. The music is wonderful. The characters are really interesting. Um, because I do think that they like it. There's a lot of characters, um, but they flesh out the ones that they need to. I think yeah. really well. Mm-hmm. And yeah. even the ones that are pretty minor characters still get like compelling moments where you see that there there's depth to everybody. Oh my god! When when Victor exploded that girl. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like. Leading up to that moment, it was like, man, she has feelings. <laughs> now she's yeah. dead. Um, they did that all the time with minor characters. Like that, the <laughs> yeah. cop that sells out. Um, the, oh the, my god! The Grayson, the first chief in the beginning, and then he has like a daughter, and you're like, oh, there's depth to this guy. And then, yeah. but he's like such a minor character, but it's just oh. cool to do that. Yeah. No one's one-dimensional. I do like the scene with um, Victor and Jace after they both accidentally kill someone. Like, Victor accidentally kills the girl, and then Jace accidentally kills the minor kid. Yeah. Yeah. That was... Yeah. It's a really good show. (laughs) (laughs) Very sad, though. Um, The first police 
like lady, right? Um, they even like give more to her character later on in the series, yeah. like after she's dead, yeah. which is also really cool. Um, How did she die? Um, violently ripped apart by the yeah. jacked up man. Oh, uh, that's right. Yeah. Soko's drugged up lackey children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who, like, anyone who has seen Young Justice uh, is just, it's just the whole little, like, beefed up, like, vein vil- venom. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it was very funny because it was like administered in a very similar way. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, so I was like throwback uh, the whole time watching it, but fun stuff. Um, lots of dramatic irony. Um, yeah. Yeah, I was saying before <laughs> we started recording, I watched a video explain how Arcane is like the perfect modern day Greek tragedy where. Mm-hmm everyone is really their own downfall and then makes it very I want to watch that video because yeah. that sounds very interesting. That makes sense. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, alrighty. Um, I don't think any of us have rained on our own, own parades to the extent of like blowing up our families. Blowing on y'all's parades. I truly have so many minor oh inconveniences that have happened, but um, rapid fire. Oh, rapid fire! Uh, I have to do office <laughs> hours for for this um, law review thing I do, mm-hmm. and it's got really early in the morning. It was a complete hassle to get it scheduled that time, but I I was told I had to that time. I show up at that time, I'm locked out, and I have to wait for someone to come, even though I was explicitly told that was the time I had to be there. Wow, I was annoying. That's the bigger. The bigger annoyance is um, last semester I rented textbooks. I returned them um, earlier last week. I got an email, or not an email, I got charged on my credit card saying, like, you just purchased your rental book. And I was like, well, that's crazy because I sent them my rental book. So I shouldn't have had to pay full price for because, you know, like they charge you if you don't return it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was that. And then I contacted them and they're like, yeah, we got the wrong book. I was like, there's no way you received the wrong book because that's impossible. Mm-hmm. And I was freaking out trying to figure out like what I possibly could have sent them instead. I looked oh, yeah. everywhere for the real book and checked the other rental company I had done with to be like, did I swap the books by accident? Sure. The whole hassle. And then I called them yesterday and there's some nonsense with the ISBN number that if you Google it, it pulls up the book that I actually returned and rented and another book of mm-hmm. a similar topic. So they just messed up on their end and it's all, I got refunded and it's all better now, but it was like, yeah. so you yeah, just messed up the stressful. ISBN number and then we're like, we're charging you. Yeah. Deal mm-hmm. with it. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. Very stressful. Yeah. But that's all done. Like, earlier today that got started so mm-hmm. that was a, a week of stress of like i have no idea where this textbook could be and it was 164 dollars to oh, pay for God. the full one so yeah for like a book i don't have I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and they're like well we'll send you the wrong book for ten dollars like so not only are you like yeah we don't want this you can give us the right thing but charge us for, or we'll charge you to <laughs> take your thing back and it won't be the right thing. <laughs> <laughs> and then oh, I, I, I almost did that because I was like, well, they gave me like a deadline. They're like, mm-hmm. you have to pay us this $10 to get your thing back or we're, we'll like toss it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, okay, I need to figure out if it's the wrong one. So I almost paid that $10 to get the same book that I sent them. Oh, man. Fair. Ridiculous. <laughs> <sighs> but the customer service was nice and it was this really nice lady with an extremely southern accent oh molasses <laughs> oh that's fair um yeah seems awful <laughs> <laughs> seems quite the opposite of fun um yeah how about you Ren? i had a very similar experience just a, a day of minor inconveniences 
I had to call, like, I've been trying to call my hospital since, like, last week because I need to do, like, a follow-up procedure for some health stuff. Uh-huh. And, like, I called on Tuesday, and, like, they had called me, but for some reason, they have this habit of calling me at, like, 2.55, and they close at 3. <gasps> and, like, I'm always, like, not available. And then yeah. I can't call back, so I have to wait till the next day. So I called on Tuesday, and I was like, hey, can I get this thing? And they're like, this is the wrong department. We'll forward you to the right department. And I'm like, hey, can I get this thing? And they're like, yes, sure. We'll forward you to the nurse. And the nurse wasn't there. And they're like, okay, we'll get your number, and she'll call you back. And then they did not call me back that day. And then Wednesday, (laughs) Thursday, Friday, we got a huge snowstorm that came through. So they were closed. And -hmm. then they were closed on the weekend. And then I called them Monday, and it was the exact same thing. I called the wrong department, and they forwarded me to the right department. And they're like, oh, okay, we'll page you to the nurse. And the nurse wasn't there. And they're like, we'll call you back. And they never called me back. So then finally I had to, like, call another number. And, like, that took forever to do today. And uh, that was quite a time. And then I have some issues with my car. The check engine light came on, which can mean, like, thousands of things. Yeah. So I went to go get that checked out. And then, like, I got something done to it, and mm-hmm. now the engine light's not on. But, like, the phone call in the morning just put me back. And then sure. I had classes, and I was late to the classes, which were fine because they were on Zoom, so it didn't matter. Mm-hmm. But then I was late to that, and yeah. then because I was late to that, I had to go, like, to the bank, and I had to go grocery shopping, and I was oh, just geez. late to that. And then I was late to another, like, lab, which didn't matter, but yeah. it's just, like, being plain catch-up. Right. Ugh. I hate that when, like, the first thing in the morning goes, like, wildly wrong, and then you're just like, oh, God, now the rest of the day is just, yeah, like, yeah. in shambles. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm gonna, like, combine both of y'all's, because um, I had a thing where I was told to be at a, a medical thing at a very specific time. <laughs> um, so I was getting, like, a scan, um, and it was, like, with and without contrast, um, and they were, like, oh, it's at 10 a.m. And I was like, perfect. And they were like, we might call you tomorrow and tell you to come at 9 a.m. so that we can like do the without one at 9 a.m. and do your with one at 10 a.m. So that way you're still out of here at the same time. And I was like, just let me know. Um, So they call and they're like, hey, come in at 9 a.m. And I'm like, you want me there at 9 a.m.? And they're like, yes, we want you here at 9 a.m. So I get there at 9 a.m. And then they do not talk to me until 10.05. (laughs) <laughs> like they like yeah. took my papers and stuff and they were like awesome great we'll get you right in and then i just sat in the waiting room until 10:05, where they were like all right time to do the first one um i was like why did i sit here for an hour like there was no need <laughs> um yeah very frustrating but all time mm-hmm. um well um watch arcane i guess I guess that's like and the big Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Too, but <laughs> no, watch both. <laughs> um, especially, I know it's kind of useless at this point in the episode, but if you've seen neither um, and you just listened to this whole episode about both, um, watch both and then come back and re-watch this episode um, so that mm-hmm. you understand it better. And, and participate, cook, but participate in the analysis. Yeah. Share your thoughts. Absolutely. Just, you don't need to like message us or anything. Just speak them into the air and we'll hear them. We have like little words. We're, we're omnipotent. So. I've been told by a few people that we give off just like, um, like regular friends talking vibe, uh, not like podcast friends talking vibe. Um, and so they always want to like interject and add on yeah. to the conversation. Um, and that's. Probably a very frustrating listening experience. So, um... I've heard that as well. My, <laughs> my mom, mom says that all the time. And so sometimes <laughs> she'll just text me something that divorced of context because she's listening to an episode and be like, what are you talking about? Mine does that <laughs> too. And she'll be like, tell Ryan this. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. It'll be like, tell Ryan peaches or something. Like it won't be like a <laughs> sentence. It'll just be like two words. <laughs> Yeah. But if you do want to chime in, we have an Instagram account mm-hmm. and a website. Um, on the website, you can contact us with an email. Uh, or you can just email us. Tuesday's podcast. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah. Yeah. Or on YouTube. 
Come on YouTube. Uh, do you a comment on there. You know, a couple <laughs> comments on the last video? Yeah. So comment on our future ones if you want. Um, like things. You can rate things on Spotify now, too. That's crazy. This is more than we Smash ever Smash that like button. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely demolish the subscribe <laughs> button. <laughs> Make sure to turn on the notification bell. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. These are all the things. Yeah. It really took us, like, 90 episodes to get here. <laughs> 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 Alright, well, that was Sunny Wednesday. Bye. Bye.